One in Three Women, the podcast by Companies United to End Domestic Violence. Hello and welcome to this new edition of One in Three Women, the podcast. One in Three Women is the first European network of companies committed to fighting violence against women. The network came into being in reaction to an alarming statistic. According to the World Health Organization, one in three women suffer physical and or sexual violence at some point in their lives. In the context of the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women, the podcast One in Three Women hears from those who suffer violence, those who support them and who take action. This year, once again, we've turned our attention to the world of work. Hello. To start us off, can you introduce yourself? Je m'appelle Nisserine, je suis donc assistante sociale. My name's Nisserine, and I'm a social worker in the social welfare department of a major company. I'm state qualified, so I've been trained in the specifics of the world of work and in socio-professional support for staff. My work involves assisting staff members with both personal and professional issues, and so helping them to maintain their work-life balance. And what is your role as concerns violence against women? In the context of violence against women, victims must have someone to talk to within the company. The social welfare department is there to listen. We support the victim entirely confidentially throughout the process of rebuilding both themselves and their family. The relationship of trust that we build means the victim is able to talk freely about the violence they have suffered without the fear of being judged. Our role is to help all victims of violence, whether it's verbal, physical, sexual, psychological or economic, to access their rights so as to escape from the violence and rebuild their lives. The social workers from the social welfare department are also present in the workplace. The staff member can obtain an immediate response, which means they can meet at any time with a person on emergency service or they can make an appointment. So that means that someone under the coercive control of a violent partner can make an appointment during their working day. Okay. And could you share other examples of the types of work you do? Yes, of course. The main thing is listening, because the person needs to be reassured that our conversations are confidential. They're covered by professional secrecy legislation. That trust means we can maintain regular contact with the person and therefore give tailored advice and recommendations. We also inform them of their rights and direct them to specialized services. We act in emergencies and set up protective measures with legal authorities and with support organizations. Within the company, our job is to facilitate the person's working life during this difficult time, adapting the job itself or the working hours, relocation, providing overnight housing and longer-term housing via the housing action system. But we also, and perhaps above all, identify the victim's resources. What do you mean by we identify the victim's resources? We do a social diagnosis, so we advise the person and set up a support project with them. Depending on what they need and on their time constraint, there are several systems that can be leveraged. First of all, housing. 
As you know, the main way in which we detect victims in the workplace is when they make an urgent request for housing. This request is generally part of a process of escaping from violence when victims seek to get out of the home, which, in most cases, is where the violence takes place. That's very important. Next, there's financial support for lawyers' fees or therapy or just access to social assistance. The social worker plays an absolutely crucial role because they inform the company and HR thanks to what they detect and thus directly help keep the person in work or keep them employable. That avoids inappropriate decisions from the employer by passing on information case by case to the right people. We find support solutions like adapting working hours, allowing leave, relocation or changing contact details, for example. So, Nisreen, you clearly work with various support organisations, but in what way exactly? And what are your respective roles? You're right to stress the fundamental role that support organisations play because they provide long-term global, psychological, judicial and social support while safeguarding which means that the company is the first link in the chain, but we won't take the place of specialised holistic support around the victim. So it's very important that the roles are clear. So we pull back at the right time, after detecting the situation and building the initial trust. Then we have to pass the baton to the support organisations. We have a rich network of support organisation partners all over France, so we can direct people to the right place easily. Now, I know that sometimes staff members come to you to talk about past violence. How do you help them? The important thing is to really recognise the psychotraumatic impact domestic violence has on victims, on their health and behaviour, be it mental or physical. So starting therapy can lead to understanding symptoms like tiredness, anxiety or other problems. It means understanding, giving meaning to one's suffering, to one's distress, to behavioural issues and understanding the link to domestic violence. In a support package, coordinated work with stakeholders in the company is essential, particularly occupational health. In my company, we have a free psychological support hotline for staff where they can have anonymous conversations with psychologists which can also lead to referrals to victimology services for post-traumatic stress or other psychological support. And lastly, we can direct people to specialised organisations to help them with judicial processes if the period of the violence does not put it beyond the statute of limitations. So, that's what happens with staff members who are victims of violence against women. What about on the company side of things? How do you work with managers? The manager often doesn't know what to do faced with the situation for the first time because it's beyond the scope of the company and of normal working life. First, we also offer them a safe space to talk and reassure them that we are there to support the victim. We also help them to understand what the victim is going through and show them the situations in a different light to help them act in the most helpful way towards the person. Actually, studying situations case by case leads to a pragmatic approach, to common sense and to adapting HR processes. We also do a 
awareness-raising workshops in the company about detecting weak signals and how to react. And we also raise awareness using flyers and posters with emergency numbers and contacts, both within the company and outside. And lastly, you've been working on violence against women for a long time. Have you seen a change in how important companies consider the topic to be? Yes, in France, the legislation on violence against women has gradually grown. We've noticed that since the beginning of the century, largely thanks to the European Union, the legislation has been strengthened. The Me Too movement shone a light on this problem, which was well established and recurrent for us social workers. And now it's also making itself felt in the corporate world. So lots of companies have committed to support their staff suffering domestic violence in partnership with specialized support organizations. I'd say that today, companies feel legitimate in breaking the silence. They're increasingly signing commitment charters, and that's very positive, because companies really are a living space and potentially a place of resilience for victims. Nisserine, thank you very much. Thank you. And that's the end of this episode of One in Three Women, the podcast. You can listen to all of our podcasts on the website of the FAS Foundation, fondationfas.org. Thank you very much to our guest and thank you to the companies in the network committed to fighting violence against women. The Foundation Agir Contre l'Exclusion, Acting Against Exclusion, The Caring Foundation, L'Oréal, Corian, Carrefour, BNP Paribas, the Solidarity Fund We Care, Publicis, SNCF, PwC, the French Development Agency, and EPNAC. Have a great day. Goodbye. Together, let's act against domestic violence.